is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Cowboy Nation, we made it to Friday. Thank God oh. it's Friday. And you're looking at another at a live look at Tostitos Plaza here at the Dallas Cowboys headquarters at the Star in Frisco, Texas. Thank you all for joining us here at the SWBC Mortgage Studios for yeah. another edition of Hanging, Hanging with the Boys. Boys. It's on and popping. And on. you are rocking with the best guys. Oh, okay. I'm Heckman Harrison. And I got to introduce mm. my guy. Mm-hmm. Got to introduce my guys. Mm. <laughs> Kurt Daniels yes, to my sir. right. Mm. Former wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. Isaiah Stanback, a Super Bowl champion. Mm. And also my guy, slowly be- becoming one of my favorite people in mm. the whole world. <laughs> this guy, me. Jesse Holly, is a truth teller. <laughs> and I love it when he's here because right. you know you're going to get the 100% the truth is going to be delivered here and hanging with the boys. Guys, how are y'all doing today? I'm good, yeah. man. I always, I always love people like, oh, yeah, he tells – but no one – when I tell the truth and I get fired, no one is like, hey. Nobody's going to back you up. No one's yeah. like, hey, let yeah. me cash out you $100 no. to make sure the, no. the light bill stays on. It's kind of like somebody so being, listen, being happy that you stand up for yourself, but when you when you need to get bailed out, nobody's going to yeah. cut the so heck, just let just know when I keep this truth going, and they'd say, "You, you know, got to go. I gotta go." Just you know, let let everybody know that hey, I'm gonna take some of this money and send it to Jesse because he got bills. Yeah. And okay. All right. We'll, <laughs> we'll make that happen. Yeah, that's we'll a lot. Listen, don't make that happen. It's on film. It's, up. it's on film. Nate told me on the film that he was gonna take me. True that. You know, I feel like you're getting abused like in here. Are you getting abused in here? You know what I'm saying? Heck's gonna lie to me again. I'm not gonna do you like that. Hey, I'm a last key kid. I'm a last key kid too. So I know the pain. Give me yeah. some. I'm right there with you, dog. Don't even know. Don't put me in there. I, 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 feel, I experienced that same trauma. All right. And, and, and speaking of trauma, speaking of trauma, there's a very expensive shoulder mm. in Oxnard, California. Mm. That That's is, a professional segue, mm. heck. You know, I just that gotta give nice. you that Good. was a professional was nice. segue, how you mm. put the words together and just went from our Chaos, and then you just rolled that in. My God, nice. you, you've had a hell of a week, man. Yeah, I want to tell you, you've had a hell of a week running this yeah. show, brother. You've had a you star got some, in the making. You here. got some teach tape right here this week, brother. Take this week and basking and, 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 and let the people behind get it on the flash drive. Get it on the flash yeah. drive. ASAP, because when they fire you, your badge don't work. You can't right get the information to you. Right on. You got to get this stuff on the flash drive while you're still employed. I'm, I'm not telling you something that I heard. You're I'm telling, telling me what you know. From experience. <laughs> when you got the goods, get it on a flash yes. drive. Get it on some sort of internal drive. Because when you got when they fire you, your yeah. key don't work. Folks be in the building like, uh, Did they walk you out? Can't. And they get security to they walk security. you out. They get security. Like, I'm like, I don't know. Mess that up, man. Just- hey, y'all give me, a comp- you give me a compliment and you fire me all in the same sentence. No, I don't even t- know I'm where to go with that. I'm saying you've had a hell of a week. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't, don't bask in the glory without getting it on the flash gotcha. drive. I'm going to get the flash drive. <laughs> Thank you. So, going back to my trauma and this $160 million <laughs> shoulder, uh, Kurt Daniels, help me out, man, because I have my hand on the button ready mm. to freak out. Mm. And you know something that I don't know, so please listen. Well, I don't know near as much as you probably know. I'm kind of right there with you, though. It's concerning, no, not I think. Too. Come on, man. I you like my concerning. blanket. I need They've you said to... it, it's a, a mild strain, and it'd be a week to which, which what concerns me a little bit is McCarthy keeps saying it's a fatigue injury, well, just yeah. a couple days off, no big deal. But if you look at strain, a strain is at least a week, a mild strain even, is at least a week, week or two of rest. I think the concern is, you know, if if I'm a baseball pitcher and I've got a, a shoulder strain, yeah, that seems serious. They're yeah. kind of they're kind of talking like this is isn't that big a deal? Which quarterbacks got to go out there and throw again? You know, how's that going to work? Well, well, look, I, it, well, there's something different about you, man. I can't mm. put my finger on it, doggy. What's mm. what's going on with this you? Is cocoa butter. 
Is it? Nah, I can't find no cocoa butter in the Metroplex between you two. Yeah, we should cocoa butter like they took the hand sanitizer. What did you do, man? You did something. Uh, yeah, I made. I had a little chop, man. I, you know, I didn't want Jesse to feel, you know, uh, inferior to me with the long hair. So I said, you know, since we on the same set for a little bit, I figured I'd cut my hair so he had a long hair. Don't I care. Immediately, I immediately, re- I immediately regretted asking you that question because I, you know what? Because coming from a bald guy, yeah. I don't have hair conversation. Right, you, got, you, got, you got hair follicles. You, know, so you got hair follicles. I, you get this. Somewhere in there, you know what I mean? I've been shaving this dome for about twenty years. Anyway, let's yeah. yeah. Let's get out of that conversation. Yeah, yeah. What? Um, yeah, so I, I, I just happened to play this position of quarterback for a long time. And, um, you know, prior to being drafted by the Cowboys, I played quarterback all the way through college. And then I played for the New England Patriots as a backup. Obviously, I didn't touch the field because there was some dude named Tom Brady in front of me. <laughs> he's but pretty good. He's all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but through all my years of playing quarterback, uh, through all my sore shoulders um, from throwing the reps, from fatigue, mm-hmm. I never injured my throwing shoulder or – you know, had a setback mm-hmm. in my throwing shoulder and that, that needed that required an MRI. Now, I wasn't a $160 million arm either. I didn't have that. However, I was valuable to my university, and I never needed an MRI for my shoulder to say that I had a strained shoulder. Now, I might have needed a day off. I might have been a little fatigued. might needed an ice bath. Strained shoulders, there's a lot of intricacies when it comes to the shoulder. I've had three left shoulder surgeries, not in my throwing arm, but in my, my opposing arm, and um, shoulders suck. Shoulders suck. So when you try to minimize something um, that is go- that is literally um, the entire town, the entire state of Texas is really relying on this shoulder. It's it's very um, yeah. it's worrisome yeah. for sure. It's worrisome um, because of the fact that they're trying to write it off as something minor, and it, and it very well might be. But I can tell you from somebody who's had a lot of injuries and to their shoulder, is not as simple as they may yeah. be making it seem. The fact that the f- fatigue. I don't associate a fatigue throwing arm with an MRI. MRI. No. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that ramps it up a little, yeah. it seems like. For me, never played quarterback like at a like a seriously high level. Never had shoulder fatigue. I've had fatigue. I haven't had fatigue after three days. I haven't had to go get an MRI for fatigue. Fatigue. <laughs> but then it takes me back and I go, okay, well. I start looking at the injury history of Dak Prescott, and I flash back to 2019 when he injured his strong shoulder. And at that time, we were told it was just kind of a strain slash bruising that he had in the shoulder. And we saw what that outcome was when I think they played the Eagles. Yes. Didn't look too well. Mm-mm. Didn't look like a guy who was confident in it. Didn't look like a guy who could throw the ball at all uh, very much in that, in that football game. I don't want to push the red button. I do want to give benefit of the doubt and say, let's give it a couple days. Because if he's not throwing, if if in a couple days, if by Monday. Fatigue wears off. If by Monday, (laughs) now they're saying, well. We'll need to rush him. We're going to need to rush him. We'll give him a couple more days. Now let's ring the alarms. Because that then tells me it's something far more than just a strain slash yeah. fatigue. So I'm 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 gonna cut him some bail. I'm gonna cut Mike McCarthy. I'm gonna cut Dak some bail and say, you got it. Fatigue. I don't think excitement at all next week. I, 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 I you said a couple days. That's what McCarthy said. Yeah. He told me a couple yeah. days. Yeah. And even in his even in his he said a couple, a few, you know, give me give me some credit. And so I'm gonna give you that. So this happened when? Wednesday? Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to give you five days, six days. That's that's more than a few or a couple. If by next Monday or Tuesday, when we come back and we do our show, we're hearing that Dak isn't throwing in practice or he's still just doing drills and not throwing. Now let's you know that, that, that over the button they have like that little plastic. Yes. Yeah, let's, 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 yes. let's lift that up. Let's yeah. lift that yeah. up and and hover around that panic button. Like Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Like Jeopardy, All like right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's hover around it, cause it's what? it's it's we're on the, we're on we're close <laughs> to. Yeah. Yep. What what does this do? Like physically, he's set back. He's got to take some time off. What does this do for the offense as a whole? Not having him out there. They they know they know what it is. They know what it is. We don't know officially what it is, but they know. But does and it does it hurt them not getting the reps with Dak? It's not the. It's, it's, not here's the biggest no. thing when you talk about offense because offense takes a little bit more time to come along than and we talked about yesterday than defense does. 
it's for the new guys. I need to hear the cadence. I need to hear the rhythm, the tempo. Right. Because you white eighty. Why? Like, that's tempo, that's cadence, and you you begin to pick that up and you know how long your quarterback holds his wide 80. You're calibrated. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you you know how that goes. So as a receiver or as a tight end, even as a tackle or guard, as center, snapping the ball, I know that that wide 80, wide, I know how he holds that. I know when it's going to come. I I need to hear him in the huddle. I need to hear the, the, the change at the line of scrimmage. So as far as those things, you don't have your guy under center and you want that rhythm, you want that tempo, there's also plays that Kellen Moore uh, want to work through. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may be debuting. You may want to, you know, I know I, I played for uh, my time in Dallas. Jason Garrett was my offensive coordinator. Then he became my head coach. And he had this model of, you know, I have to see a play two or three times in practice, run it two or three days in practice before I consider putting that play in the game, in the game plan. And so if there's something that they have saw in the office they want to work, they want to work now Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott in the backfield at the same time or motioning guys out or having these different sets. You want to be able to have the guy at the helm who you're going to have when you got to go play Tampa Bay kind of running these things to see how it's going to look. So your evaluation of this play is one that you can go back and say, I like it, I don't like it, let's tweak it, let's try this, let's go this way, let's go that way. And and when you don't have them, those things you miss out on um, uh, during the practice time. And and that's what I'm – Kurt, I'm I'm, I'm worried about what you're talking about, the continuity of this offense. And it has to – and for you guys, I know, it's just like, look, there's certain things like the – his voice, his cadence, and and all of those things. But just knowing how much time he's missed and how much time he's been away and getting this offense back running. And, and not only that, I mean, with all of the pieces that you're missing and you're trying to bring guys in on the rhythm of Kellen Moore's offense and without your main piece in there, does that cause you to concern? Because the caveat to that is, just like last year when you signed Andy Dalton, you had no thought in your mind that he would actually play the lion's share of the season, right? So now you're in a situation where you're obviously you're getting an opportunity to look at your backups, and from everything that I've heard out of Oxnard, it's not good. So I believe this is more of a morale and an energy thing more than more than anything, right? So if, if what they're telling us in terms of how many days he needs and requires in order to get back of, to get over this soreness, right, this fatigue, mm-hmm. um, it's true. Then guess what? No, there's no issues. There, there's no new guys on offense, right? We don't we don't have anybody new on offense. So everybody knows who Dak is. They had OTAs with them, right, which they didn't have last year. So that that's helpful. So I'm not worried about the reps. So per se. Um, if it doesn't, if it if it if it stays within a week, as long as it stays within a week, I'm not I'm not concerned. Now, if what we're being told is not necessarily true and it's a little bit more in depth than that, then you can start raising some flags. Then you can start having some concerns in that regard. I'm more so worried about the momentum of this team and the energy and the excitement that's behind the offense and the effect that that has. Now we sit here and we don't have all the information. When we're when you're in the, in the locker room, you see the guys going in the training room. You know what's you know how serious or you know or not something may be. So they understand. So that will have an effect over how the energy really rolls. If it's more if it's more serious than what we're being told, then you will see that result in practice in terms of just being a crappy practice. Now, uh, yeah. Now the the backup quarterback position. I want to talk about that because Ooh. again, you guys know how important it was, and just basically judging off of last season with the carousel that we had from the offensive line and the quarterback position, Garrett Gilbert, Danucci, Cooper Rush. Guys. You get a turn. You get a turn. <laughs> you get a turn. No, and, and, and look, I say those names and Jesse, you think what? We're screwed. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Come on, Jess. Just not a little bit, no. a whole lot of bit. A whole lot of bit. And, and, and that's not that, that's for every NFL football team. Yeah. Like, your backup quarterback what you look for in a backup, is that a guy that can go win me a like if I have to go a three game, four game stretch because of something catastrophic, right? Like you the the injury is like like the anchor injury last year was crazy. That's super catastrophic. But if I got a bum shoulder or a knee or an ankle, can I and we gotta go four games, can you get me to two and two? If you can get me if you can get me to five hundred you have earned your pay yeah. for the year. Yeah. If you get me to three and one, you have superseded 
your pay for the year. If you get me to four and oh, mm, get the check. You have <laughs> listen. You get the Christmas card and a Christmas mm-hmm. bonus. The backup position isn't something because we're always talking about you know improve the backup. Like, I don't want to see the backup. I don't. Period. I don't ever want to see ever. the backup, and no team does. You forgot the S. Ups. Uh, backups. <laughs> yeah. Whoever you know, put them all together out there. Yeah. I don't care. Um, <laughs> but. If we have to go to the back, and we have, and guys, we have a month before we get to the season. We got a month. Even if the the shoulder injury is a little bit more than what it is, we still got about a month before we get to the season. Dak can round into form to to get ready to go for the season if he has to miss a significant amount of time through training camp. But if we had to get to the season with one of those guys, then. We're screwed. <laughs> I don't like the quarterback. I don't like our backup quarterback situation. You know, injury or not. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously you get a backup because you you you're preparing right for the what ifs. And but I don't, you felt better last year. I felt better last year, absolutely with Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Just I like Andy experience. Dalton. I still like Andy Dalton. Is that the difference? Yeah, experience. Absolutely, experience. Mm-hmm. Experience because what is the thing that you fear most? It's not necessarily skill set. It's not it's not potential that you're worried about when you get a, when you have a backup quarterback. You're worried about him being able to manage the doggone game. Right. Can he get in and manage the game? Can he run the tempo? Can he get this offense? How much of a, how much of a play call difference do I have to have? Kellen Moore, does he have to have a whole new package? Or can I call the same game I've been calling preparing for for the last two, three weeks? Right? What what do I have to change? And is the team going to respect him? If I step in the huddle, is Jesse going to look at me and be like, Ugh. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not, not going to run this route. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know he can't throw he this route. He ain't throwing so his ball. <laughs> that's what you look for. So when I look at this, I think Gary Gilbert could throw the rock, right? I think he was a little nervous because of the offensive line situation last year. So if there's anybody I feel confident in, to some regard, it's him. But I don't like our situation. And now you factor in the fact that you're getting word out of Indianapolis that Carson Wentz has now hurt himself. If there is somebody out there, now, depending on how serious you know this injury may be, there's more than one team looking for a backup quarterback yeah. now. What is it? Uh, I just totally lost my train of thought. It, I guess a, is it better to have though a guy like Gilbert who's been here a year and a half? He knows the system a lot better than bringing in somebody do, new. Like isn't Blake Bortles on the street? Yeah, I mean, exactly. and that's a name yeah. I heard a lot. Is that Blake a guy? Bortles. Would you rather have him with the experience, or would you rather have a guy who showed a little promise, you know, but knows the system better? I don't know this system. I haven't been here. I don't know. Maybe you probably know a little bit more than me as far as like Kellen Moore's system. I don't know how complicated it is to learn. And now, if this was like a New England, like we know, that is a freaking complicated offense. Like, just, just, you mad need two goodness. years alone. Yeah, you need seriously. <laughs> so so I, I can't speak on that um, per se, but typically you would say, hey, the person that would, that's, that's been here, right? Just for, just for safe reasons. And guys know him, you know, he has a rapport with everybody. But when you start looking at, okay, now if there's something that keeps Dak out for more than a week, okay, now we have back back-to-back injury issues, back-to-back years. We need somebody who's talented enough to carry this team forward who can step in. He's not Dak, but he's talented yeah. enough to come and take the reins. So that's kind of my take on that. I just don't know if there's anybody on the street that's going to be that much better than a guy who's here who kind of knows the system and that, that sort of thing. And please, no one text me Tony Romo. <laughs> what? And I, oh, no, don't, it sounds – I know it sounds crazy, <laughs> but there will be people who tweet me and say, <laughs> I mean – there's enough time for Tony Romo to get in training camp. Don't, don't. Tony is getting paid Tony, talking. Yeah. Tony's getting yeah. Tony's getting paid as much as a starting quarterback Absolutely. to play golf yeah. six days a week. He wouldn't do it. Like, no, no, no he wouldn't do it. But among uh, among the, the headlines of injuries coming out of Oxnard, one of the ones that hadn't been talked about a lot is Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, Tank Lawrence, and these are your core Guys, this is these are your horses. You're going to be re- relying on these guys throughout the season. Uh, does does that cause any concerns for you? I know you guys, you know, have been through and seen guys come back from from surgery, have to work with Britt Brown, and you've talked extensively <laughs> about that's not a vacation. No. He's just not sitting up in camp no. chilling. Uh, so, but but those two guys, does it give you any concern knowing that they are centerpieces on your offense and your defense? No. Nope, not really? at all. Not from my perspective. Not from, but not these guys. Not these guys because these guys are plug and play. 
you know what you're getting out of them. When they're on the field, you, there's no question marks. You know what D-Law, you're going to get 100% effort. He's going to come off the edge. He's going to be a dog. Coop, he's one of the best route runners in the league. You know he has a rapport with the quarterback, or quarterback already. You know he's your number one guy, so there's no question marks there. Health-wise, he has the best training staff. He's had the best treatment all offseason. Right. At this point, I look at this in terms of them starting off on PUP as just get, giving more guys opportunity to come onto your roster for camp. Getting more eyes. If you put, if you if you don't have them on pup, there's two less guys that you look at during camp. Yeah. By putting them on pup, they're not going to play in your preseason games. They're they're not very they're not they're the reps that they're going to be getting in camp aren't that valuable, right? So let them chill on pup for a couple weeks. Let some other guys get get some look on some other guys. Get through a couple preseason games and then take them off pup and let's go to work. Isn't there a concern though that both of these guys' injuries are recurring? I mean, you know, Cooper's battling ankle now for. At least a couple years, and and ankle's pretty important for receiver on those cuts. And same thing with Lawrence; he's had back issues in the past, and he's got to bang up against those three hundred pound tackles. I mean, isn't that a concern? That part of it? It's, you'd be so. There's so many injuries that are not reported. Mm-hmm. I, I can say that right here. And Jesse, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure has my back. There are so many injuries and things that guys have to deal with after their careers. Hey, guess what? My ankle's jacked up all through my career. When I'm done, I'll get a real surgery that's gonna. Shut me down, right? Or guess what? Guys have back injuries. I have. I got two bulging discs right now that kick my butt every single day, right? But guess what? You play with that during during your career, right? You just play with it. You just deal with it. And then afterwards, and it's like, oh, crap. Oh, <laughs> not working out every day like I used to. You know, my back hurts. You know, so, yeah, they're recurring. But there's, I would say, probably 70% of the roster has something that needs to be taken care of when their career is done that they're just dealing with. So I'm not concerned because they can still do their job. And these reps that they're missing, they need to miss these reps because they need that time to get healthy. Shannon Sharp, he he had a um, an interesting post maybe like a week or two ago. He went in and had hip surgery, and he said to himself, like he was saying, he was he was in his post. He said he was dealing with this hip injury for a while, and he said mentally he's just been so used to. Yep. Dealing with pain. Oh, really? He just said, you know, I just thought, like, you know, I'll, I'll just take some medicine and I'll just keep going. I'll just keep pushing myself. And then he said that he woke up one morning and just says, Shannon, you know you don't have to deal with this pain. Like, you do know you can go get surgery. You and, can get this fixed. And get this fixed and be <laughs> yeah. pain-free. And he said, he said he literally had an epiphany. Like, I, but guys are so used to dealing yeah. with the pain. You right. just mm-hmm. deal with it. And you just go, all right, I'll be fine. I'll, I'll work it off. I'll, you know, it, it'll get better. I'll just you build this tolerance for pain for so long because mentally you've been trained that if it's not really <laughs> hurting, like, if it's not stopping me from doing what I got to do, I'll just deal with it. And and you build up this tolerance, like yeah. he said, like I got two, you got two bows and dicks, and my hip has been hurting for like the last month, mm-hmm. right? And I just be like, oh well, <laughs> whatever. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Yeah. You know, because you're just so your your train of thought is to do this. And for me, with, with with these two guys, the back will never get better. You'll mm-hmm. only be able to manage the back. Yep, yep. There's no surgery that makes your back better. It just allows you to go ahead and deal with less of the pain uh, while you're while you're playing. And it's the same thing with Coop's ankle. You know, get it cleaned up every single year. He'll have ankle pain for the rest of his life. So at, at this point right now is I, I rather slow walk these guys mm-hmm. because of their value. And it's the same thing with Dak. If 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 missing a month of camp means I have them a month later in the season. Then by all means, let's do Chill. that. Yeah. Let, let's let's do that, and and I'll I'll let them use the first couple of weeks to work themselves Back into in some sort of shape, uh, into some sort of football shape. Amari Cooper, he, he's going to be fine. You know why? He gets open. It's just going to be real easy to throw to a guy <laughs> who gets. Open. Same thing with Tank. When he gets back under the on the saddle, on the, you, know, you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting from him. So, so th- that's the kind of guy you say. You know what? We, we know what we're going to get from these guys. No worries. So let's slow play this because it's going to mean that we get these guys for a longer portion of the season instead of rushing them back for training camp. And you know what I'm getting? I'm getting the voice in my head telling me, heck, I'm going to take a break, so I'm going to do that. <laughs> and so y'all stay dialed in with us here on Hanging with the Boys. We'll be right back. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. 
It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboy fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United presented by Globe Life starting at just $20. Join now and get your fan pack. Exclusive access to training camp benefits and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United for details to join today. And you talk about professionalism. I'm hearing people in my head talking, yeah. answering phones, and I'm talking to y'all at the same time. Come on. So, oh, come on. I'm come reading on. at the same come time. Come on. Come on. Yeah, let's go. They don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Man. And so, guys, Beginning of the second segment Hello. here at Hanging with the Boys. And and we'd be, you know, obviously talking about uh, injuries that are happening in camp. But, guys, I want to get to who you think are our bubble guys. Mm. And I think this is important mm. because the guy that can actually add to this conversation is on the phone. Someone that you know very well, uh, Jesse, live on the phone with us from Oxnard or somewhere on the highway driving. This is Highway Nate. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Nate? Hey, what's up, man? I'm going up Highway 33, I man. It. I found it. And I'm going up to the Los Padres National Forest, man. I got a hidden lake that I like to just go view, man. It gives me peace, man, to know that I did Jesse a right way and trying to raise him. This, you you know? didn't do me a right way. That lake should not give you peace because I should be with you as we find this lake. So I need peace too, man. I need a little peace in my life and find the hidden lake in California would have brought me that. But instead, you were selfish and you went by yourself. Hey, I'm not selfish, Jesse. I'm sorry. I, 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 what can I do to make it up I'm to you? I'm not sure Nate even takes his wife on these road trips. I think he just, Nate just <laughs> I goes. Sure don't. No, he, no, we I know Nate I want just peace goes. And quiet. He's able peace. <laughs> yeah, I want peace and quiet, man. What, what are you guys doing, man? What are y'all talking about? Man, we're talking about guys on the bubble, Nate. And so we had a few guys that we wanted to go over with you. But I'll ask you, man, since you've been there, and who for for you, especially with the fans expecting a certain amount of guys or stars to make the team, who are some big names that you're seeing with the competition that are firmly placed on the bubble right now? Uh, you know, you know, I don't, I don't have no bubble guys because I try to stay open at this okay. point. To, to, to anybody making it because this team has a history of guys uh, building more momentum and all of a sudden like, wow, he made the roster. So I'm just waiting to see who catch on fire. But you know what, I, what I'm getting a feel is a lot of people trying to take Noah Brown out of this thing. They trying to make it where this guy don't 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 make it for some reason because uh, one of the other receivers are starting to show rear his head out. The Malik Turners of the world, you know, they're looking good. The draft picks, they're looking good. So all of a sudden, uh, my man is just get get you know Noah's getting taken out of the picture. He's a special teams guy and he's a great blocker. 
I know that may not mean much in today's NFL with the Cowboys, <laughs> but that is the asset in the league. Yep. And then another guy I'm thinking, man, is Maurice Kennedy. I mean, I don't know how they feel about him, but every time you turn around, he's batting balls down. He's getting interceptions. You know, and I don't know if he's a bubble guy, but he's he's got to be in the mix. He's got to be in the mix. Now, if you're saying that, if Maurice Kennedy is showing out, then that would make George J. Lou uh, a potential bubble guy because he's been hurt for the last couple of practices that have given uh, Maurice Kennedy an opportunity to make these impressions. Yeah, you know, it, it's a lot of people, man. Uh, when you got 90 guys and you're trying to focus on, on one or two guys, it, it, it's just hard to do, man. But everybody I talk to, Dan Quinn, and uh, he's he said, you know, his biggest thing now is just trying to give every guy an equal rep at a different at a different package, and just to see where everybody fit, man. But I'm telling you, man, it's so many corners and so many safeties, and with them bringing in the, the new guy, uh, well, I can't think of his Hooker. name right now. It's just so many. Who is that? Hooker. No, Malik. Malik. Yeah. But they're bringing in Malik. Uh, it's just hard to tell, man. Until these, uh, until everybody is healthy and everybody's out there trying to perform, you just don't know. I mean, who are some of the bubble guys y'all are thinking about? What well, I had a question for for Nate. That yesterday, Stephen Jones said that um, there's like 65 guys in camp right now who can make the 53 roster. Do you think that's true? Are they really? Because that seems like a lot of times when guys go to camp, there's maybe one or two spots. Like premature know. statement, too. Yeah. No, no, the reason I think he says this is because our defense is new. Our defense is new and our defensive coordinator is new. And he's brought in a certain amount of guys that he wants to make this team. Uh, you know, uh, the KZ guy uh, is, is doing big things at, at the defense secondary. He got an interception and a bat down yesterday. So with, the, with being a new defensive coordinator, with a, with a new mindset, and when I talk to Coach Dan Quinn, he was so big on Joseph Hamilton. He was big on uh, uh, Bohannon, the big kid out of Kentucky. You know, he and I, and I asked, well, well, how do you plan to play these guys? He said, during the preseason, I'm hoping that every basic nickel—not nickel package, but every base uh, base defense—I want these guys in first and second down. I want to really see what they can do to give themselves a chance to be on this roster. So. It can be a, a, a different-looking roster defensively. We know what the offense holds. We know who those guys is. But Coach really believes that by them giving him a leeway during the draft to have a, about 9, 10, 11 guys drafted, he had to present to Mr. Jones on why, okay, we don't need this offense player. Let me tell you what I can do with this player. And I know every coach does that and every scout does that, projects and has a plan of how they want to see these players perform. But they are really giving him a, a freedom to move around and a freedom to say these are the guys that we want. So a lot of these guys on this roster – they're new guys anyway, first-year, second-year guys, rookies, free agents. The only holdovers is what? Uh, our linebackers, yes. one defense, a couple of defensive ends. Everybody else is basically new. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't hear a lot about Jordan Lewis, but they like him in the slot. All he has to do is perform, and he'll be okay. All, all like, like Anthony Brown, okay, this guy's making plays. Anthony just showed up the other day. You know, with the pads on, he just like, oh, they go after the Brown. That's number thirty. So uh, it can be a difference, and uh, and on the defense, offensive, we know who we are. We know who they they know who they are. Going from guys that are on the bubble to a guy that we know is his spot solidified, but right now he's out with a fatigue injury. From your standpoint, with boots on the ground. We heard what Mike McCarthy said about Dak just missing a few days because of fatigue. What is your feel for that situation? Is it something that we believe? Because we we we've been we we've fallen for the banana in the tailpipe a couple we've times. We've been bamboozled enough, right? We've been bamboozled enough <laughs> when they straight. give when they give us these reports about timelines and in the in the in the severity of injuries. From what you've seen, do you think it's just a couple of days or? Does it look like it could potentially be a little bit more than what they're leading on or leading us to believe? Okay, this 
is what the day that he had his injury, right? Okay. He came out there and did a, a, a six six thirty deal this time with the uh, TV media. He did that for about an hour. Then we was all going to lunch, and he pulls up next to uh, me and uh, Shannon. We're on the car. He pulls up next to us, kind of racing us. I'm like, if this guy's really hurt, they wouldn't be letting him on this little bicycle, racing us uh, next side by side. And then the next day, he went through all of the motions with the quarterbacks, through the ropes, jumping up and down, uh, doing the uh, fake um, – uh, you know, how they trying to act like they got somebody rushing them, how they fake that. I don't know how they do that from side to side. But anyway, but he did everything, and he even put his hands up in the air, but he never threw a ball. He never threw a ball. I saw him toss a few balls underhanded. I just think if it was a little, uh, if it was serious, I, wouldn't, I would think they would just have him on the sideline, helmet off, doing nothing. But they, they letting him do everything except throw the ball. And now with the day off, we'll see uh, when tomorrow comes. Let's see what they let's see what they allow him to do. And I'll be glad to call you guys or whatever it is to let y'all know. Just call me, and I'll let you know what I see. But seem like to me, he's smiling. Yesterday, he got slammed with a cake by his offensive lineman. He used his right <laughs> hand to wipe him, wipe all the cake <laughs> off his face. So I mean. Hey man, did he wave to the crowd with his right hand? So you get for a guy that detail. just what I just don't think that when you give a guy the type of money they have given him and they have bestowed the honor, you are truly our king and leader. I, I don't think I think if it was anything serious, they would not have him out there doing the things that he's doing. Interesting. Feel it, uh, Nate. Dog, what's up, man? It's Isaiah. How you doing, brother? Uh, yeah, brother. Good to hear your voice, man. Uh, appreciate the insight from down there. You being our eyes and, and ears down there. But uh, in terms of you know this, this conversation we're having as far as guys that are potentially on the bubble at this point in camp. Now, obviously, we know this is a, right. maybe a premature conversation, but I know as soon as we have, uh, as soon as we bring this topic up, the first thing that comes to my mind is the receiver position and somebody that may have been drafted this year in the name of Simi Fajoko. And I am worried. I want to. I don't. I don't, don't want to put him on no. But I want him his antennas to go up to let him know and rest assured that as a fifth round draft pick with the team at this position that's so deep that the receiver position that your spot is not secure. And I wanted to get your insight to see what your thoughts are with that as far as that number five, number six receiver position. He has made some plays. Uh, he's caught the ball when, when they've thrown it to him. But, but like I tell people, uh, you know, back in the day, it would be hard for a, a, a fifth-rounder to make the team. And the five guys I got making the team, would he be a sixth guy that they would take a chance and going through waivers and putting on the practice squad? I don't know. We just have to get a little more work in. He's, he looks good. And I heard uh, Bucky Brooks say he don't look as big in person as he did when he was in school. And I'm like, you know, but he's a big kid. But – uh he got some bounce to him, man. When they playing all that music, man, the brothers ain't got nothing on this dude, man. He be bouncing and flowing with him. So uh, he, he's fitting right in. He's catching the balls when they throw throwing to him. So we'll yeah. see about your guy, man. All right. Joining us live here at the SWBC Mortgage Studios is Nate Newton from Parts Unknown out in Oxnard, California. No, you said you're at a hidden lake. You're going to a hidden lake in California. Yeah, I'm going to a hidden lake, man. I'm I'm I'll be driving through and looking at these communities instead of looking at the towns. I'm looking at and the name of the towns. I'm just out in front of some pet store, camouflaged. I'm, I'm out somewhere, man. I'm just having fun. But, Nate, look, I got to ask you, that the offensive line, uh, right now, Connor McGovern and Connor Williams, they, they are not in a position battle, but you're hearing a lot about Connor Williams working in at the center uh, position as well. How do you feel about Connor McGovern and the job that he's doing, and also how do you feel about Connor Williams and that switch possibly to center. I, I, I watched I watched Connor Williams at center, and, and, and people, you know, people said, "Well, you know, I've been telling you it's early in camp. He needs to hurry up because he needs to understand that we can't have the ball on the ground. We can't have it going over a guy's head. To want to help the team and to be able to help the team is two different things." He's still that same guy who's getting pushed back. Who's you know uh, he's just an all right guy. He's he's just an all right guy. 
he, you know, he's a better guard, you know. And uh, I haven't watched a lot of Connor because I've been watching the other guy, number 79, Nisky, I think is his name. I had watched him all day yesterday. But uh, he's Connor, I loved it when they drafted him. I was one of his biggest fans, and I'm still, I still am because he's a dependable guy. He's a guy that can plug in at one position. But as a backup center, I just don't know. They've been working Braylon James, the uh, uh, one of the young guys uh, at center too, and it, it, it's just after we get past uh, our first team center, man, whoo, it, it, it's scary, man. And it's scary. It's a it's a it's a roller coaster ride. Nate, I was actually going to ask you about Todd Neski and, and some of the tackles. I mean, the team normally keeps four, I think, and you right now behind uh, Collins and, and Smith, you got Terrence Steele. Brandon Knight, Netsky, sorry, I'm Brutchner's name, and, and and the kid they drafted, Josh Ball. I mean, you got some young guys there in, in Steele and Knight who saw a lot of action last year. I know they struggled at times, but you know they're ten years younger than Netsky, and they, you know, they're half half his paycheck. I think is half as what uh, they're paying him. So I mean, is who among those guys, those backup tackles, who do you think might be on the bubble there? Uh, Steele has been very consistent. He's been very consistent. Uh, uh, Knight is okay. Uh, and I watched the guy, you know, uh, number 79, I hope Nisky, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. He looked it okay. I mean, he looked it more than okay. He held up against Gregory yesterday. Gregory was trying to, to take it to him. And uh, I think he got him on maybe uh, one or two times on maybe 30, on maybe 15 snaps or 20 snaps. So, uh, and he did good against uh, uh, Basham. I don't know how good he is. We need a free season to see how good he is. But he's working. So right now, I think uh, number seventy-nine. You know, I don't want to. I can't pronounce his name right. Number seventy-nine. Uh, doing a better job. Still would be next. And then Josh Ball needs work. He needs to know that he's dealing with grown men. Uh, in college, a lot of times guys be <coughs> catching. Uh, guys just dominate their college opponents. And when you're dealing with grown men, people that's got something behind their neck, bro, it's a little bit different. So uh, they, they're doing okay. But right now, Steele is leading it along with the, uh, the Nesky guy. They're leading it at, at this point in time. I know they would like for Josh Ball to take over in preseason to tell us because they would see a lot. And then I wasn't thinking about this. They have another preseason game within two days because the Rams come in here, bro. Mm-hmm. The Rams coming here. They won't be in a had a preseason game, so they're, they're, a lot of their veterans going to be ready to be to practice. And you know, we'll we'll find out real quick. You know, when that number ninety nine, who's rated Madden ninety nine, get on some heads up in there. We'll see, my friend. Believe me, that's what they can do. That surprise you guys? Are they're having that practice two days after a preseason game? No. Uh, no, because ain't none of the veterans that count yeah. are going to practice. Yeah. Oh. Ain't none of the veterans that's going to count is going to play in the, in the Hall of Fame game. If we have guys that are starters, I mean, our stud players, especially on offense, now you may have some uh, a difference in a variety of players on defense because we don't know who these guys are, but we know who Zach Martin is. We know who Tyron Smith is. We know who Lyell is. We know who those guys is, you know. And so the center and the left guard, we know we basically know them. Now, the center may need a little extra work. You may tap them in for just a series, but you don't need to be messing around, man. And let me say this before uh, we get off the air, man. That number 88, that number 88, that number 88, (laughs) he is killing folks. We've had the ambulance come out here six, seven times. Care flight unit, he's burning dudes up. Fifth and sixty three. You know, he is burning them up. We we talk about we, we we talk about number ninety nine from the Rams coming in next week. I, I look forward to the Jalen Ramsey mm-hmm. CD Lamb matchup mm-hmm. because now you're going yes, now, now you're going to see. And, and Outside, I, yeah. I, I don't doubt one hundred percent. I think CD is a special, special, special guy. But I know right, we, right. we we always as a as a as a collective unit want to push everybody to start them, everybody to be a yes, number sir. one, everybody to be the next yes, Hall of sir. Famer. Yes, sir. We're gonna see his emotional intelligence. Like we, next week. we like when you go up against a Jalen Ramsey who gonna get into you athletically, gonna get into you mentally, yes, yeah. right? Now, now mm-hmm. you, that's when you separate yourself. Yep. Okay, you you schooling Tavon uh, uh, Diggs 
and 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 Bro. Kelvin and all those guys, great. You're supposed to work those dudes. <laughs> now, if you come back to me next week and we're like, listen, Jess, boy, CD got all up in Jalen Ramsey's. You know what? Now you cook it with Crisco. <laughs> now you cook it with fish grease, baby. Yeah. Now yeah, you cook is. it with but, fish grease. But 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 you know how I look at this, uh, brother is. I want Jalen to come and get up in him so he can learn. Absolutely. So he so he can prosper, man. I, I, this is the type of dude he he gonna want this. He gonna want yes, this challenge. He want the smoke. And he know he ain't gonna win many of them. But when he come up out of that, you talking about cooking in French grease, boy? It's gonna be it's gonna be thirty six inches deep and on fire. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, sir. I agree, bro. I mean, Jalen ain't nothing to play with. Jalen gonna lay hands on him and baptize him and take him to a mm-hmm. new level. Man. No, I'm with you on that, Jesse. Always a pleasure to have three-time Super Bowl champion Nate Newton on the line. And, and hey, Nate, I'm just holding yes, it down. Sir. I'm just holding it down here and hanging with the boys. I know my place. Just know, as soon as y'all <laughs> get back to Dallas, I'm going to Talking Cowboys. I heard you and Shannon Gross on the on the show <laughs> talking about. Hey, I put I put too much H on my hanging with the boys. I heard you, nah, but that's all right. <laughs> Nate <laughs> might be going <laughs> talking <laughs> with the boys. I'm just saying, if I got to say someone this day. I'm gonna have to put in the call. I'm gonna have to put in the call to, to DE upstairs you know, and make some and make some changes. Hey, Nate Newton, man, I appreciate hey, man. you. Thank I'm, you for I'm joining. loving all you guys. I'm loving all you guys. Believe me, man, we all got our place, man. But they hanging with them boys. That's a different level, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Hey, I am, hey, but I am trying to recruit uh, and and uh, Kurt. I'm trying to recruit uh, old, old Bucky Brooks, man, and bring him into our fold, man. And, uh, and so, uh, man, we tell already Bucky, number one. Tell we, Bucky we Brooks be, from one Tar Heel uh, to another. Tell Bucky he need to come get down with his other brother, his Tar Heel brethren. You got you got throw that yeah, Tar Heel love for Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> now y'all, now y'all recruiting, man. Now y'all recruiting. Hey, oh Nate, yeah, 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 man. Nate, yeah, what the what? We've got him in the portal. We got him in the portal, <laughs> him in the portal. Man, Nate, I, Nate, I appreciate you, man. Enjoy the Hidden Lake, and, and we'll catch up with you uh, next week, man. Thank y'all for everything. Y'all be blessed. Now. Right, you as well. Don't put your feet in that water. You're going to kill a fish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I won't. <laughs> oh, good. You guys stay down in with us. We're going to take our last break here on Hanging with the Boys. We'll be right back with you. <laughs> hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. When there's work to be done, a real workhorse can make all the difference. Like the Range Boss Package. Our 5075E John Deere 75 horsepower tractor features a bell spear and loader and starts at $369 per month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. It works like a horse, so you don't have to. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now, let's get to work. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Cowboy Nation has landed in California to kick off training camp 2021. Are you ready with all new gear? Score Classic 
score classics like your favorite players, jersey, tees, and hats, plus exclusive collections and unique accessories. The Pro Shop has more Cowboys gear than anyone in the game. Visit your local Dallas Cowboy Pro Shop or online at shop.dallascowboys.com. And thank you guys for joining, being back with us here at Hanging with the On Hanging with the Boys. I'm Heckman Harrison, joined by my guys, Kurt Daniel, Isaiah Sandback, and Jesse Holly. And fellas, last segment, you know, I've been doing my what the heck. Mm -hmm. And so instead of me kicking it off, because Jesse, I know you have one, I want to swing it over to you. What you got? Where's my camera? Is it this one? Is this which, which one's my camera? This one. This one. It, my, no, it's no, right. This right, is, right, oh, right here, right in front of you. Here we go. <laughs> this is my camera right in front of me. My what the heck goes out to our boss, Derek Eagleton. What the heck? Yeah, what the heck? All right, all because, right. and here's why. I'm going to get myself fired. Now. Yeah, I'm going to okay. say, you better watch but, that. I like this. But, but, D.E., what the heck, man? When do I get the chance to go to camp as a, as a, as a media member of the DallasCowboy.com? I, you guys went to the media. I've always wanted to go to the Jerry Jones Dallas Cowboys media party <laughs> in Nobu. Everybody and, wants to go to and that. Malibu. And you hear all the stories and the reports last night. I don't drink, but if Jerry wanted to pour me a shot of, of, the, the, of, the, mm, of, the, of the Johnny Walker Johnny Blue, Walker. I might sip it. That went down last night? That went down last yeah. night. Mm. I remember I, w I was in the restaurant for the Des Bryant infamous and they had $1,300 shots eluded 13th rare cask. I don't drink. I drunk that shot that night because I don't know the next time I'm going to have a $1,300 shot of alcohol. Okay? What the heck, man? Does he throw that kind of party Come for on. the players at some point? No. no. The Christmas party is dope. Christmas party was dope. Yeah. Christmas party was is always I'm dope. Keep, I'm going to keep them. I'm going to die with them, with them stories, though. <laughs> yeah. Christmas yeah, party was always dope. So I know, <laughs> if I know the level of the Christmas party, and y'all know, if you if you are a faithful Hanging with the Boys member, y'all know I beg. Y'all know I ask for free stuff all the time. <laughs> I, hey, I have no shame in begging. My grandmother always told me a closed mouth don't get fed. Mm. And so, D.E. You ain't too hard to beg. I ain't, ain't too proud to beg. I ain't too <laughs> proud to beg. D.E., what the heck, man? Hook your boy Jay Holly up. Give me a pass for next year. I'll even pay for my own flight. Ooh, own. So, Listen, just got, come on. Hook me up, D.E. Jesse has just successfully taken the whole what the heck segment out. Yeah. So that's the next text I'm going to yeah, get. No more Don't let Jesse get yeah, no, no, more, no more of that. Yeah. You're, you're done. Yeah. Uh, but that is that is that is right there of like the example of FOMO was so real right then because you're just like don't let me miss this anymore. No. Cuz I, I, I here, here's why I'm putting my bid in now. Here's why I'm putting my bid in now. They did it at Nobu this year. Okay, it's only a matter of time because no one likes to show off their toys more than Ooh. our big boss. You think he's going to come on the, on the new yacht? Ooh. Sooner or later, he's going to pull the yacht up wow. to the dock. I don't know if Mrs. Jones will allow that. Too, sooner or later. Them, uh, sooner or later. Goofball media members on there. Sooner or later, <laughs> the yacht will get pulled Jesse's to the dock. Jesse's on that. Jesse's on that. You need to be on, on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't care. I'm not the guy that's gonna do that anyway. Like I'm, I'm like I beg, but when I get behind the closed door, you know who does that? I ain't putting nothing Mr. on Mr. camera. Mr. Khan down there in Jacksonville, he does a big party on his yacht. Really? Yep. So see, it's, yep. I'm telling you, hey, the right team, right team, wrong yacht. Yeah, but I got you. Get, like on, that get on board that with yacht. me now. <laughs> Y'all don't want to miss the boat, literally wow. and figuratively, because yeah. I know it's coming. I'm and on it, it. I don't know when. But in a year or so, I know the boat's like in France right right now, getting maintenance done to it. You know that, yeah. Oh, I oh. thought it's it, is it. I thought oh. I figured it was off the coast of California. No, nah, it's it's, oh. in, it's getting maintenance done. You got to go all the way to France to get the maintenance. Done I'm on not the boat. even. You know what? I'm not going to even ask wow. how you know that. I, but I'm you saw that alone. It's getting maintenance done but to it. Wrapping wow. up this last eight minutes that we have on the show, guys. I want be on the boat <laughs> <laughs> while Jesse deals with his FOMO, guys. The your impressions of the team. Um, and obviously, just from what you're hearing, from what video that you're able to watch, what are your impressions of this team after six days of six practices and two days of padded practices? What's your opinion of these guys? Or what are you, what's your vibe for the team? Competition is back. Mm. That's back. And we haven't had that for a while. Under the Jason Garrett administration, there has been a lack of competition across the board, mainly defensively. 
And you see that now. You hear that now, and you see guys responding to that. Eight interceptions in two days. Did you, did, did you see that when you were playing for him? <sighs> or do you think over time no, it kind of No, 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 no. There was – guys knew who they were going – like – you knew D. Ware was going to be with you know you knew okay. guys didn't really have to compete for jobs you knew they where they were going to be yeah. but but now it's come to the point where this healthy it's a healthy level of competition. Are you saying that there's a culture change? I'm saying that mm. there is huh. a culture huh. change. Wow, happening. That's like hard Crazy. for you to say that, Jesse. Wow. It, is it? How much is how much? I is just that? You, it's been a while. You know, when you've been abused for so long, you, you kind of are hesitant to say certain things. They're, they're, no, that's we had this conversation yes. on Monday. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. How much? We, is the that, question was posed: How long does it take to change the culture? Uh-huh. How much is that McCarthy, and how much is that Quinn? Heavy, yes, heavy Quinn. I think I say yes because in order to in order, <laughs> no, yes. here's what, he has to, one person has to allow it. Yeah. One person has to allow it. One right. person has to allow yeah. it. Okay, and I think. Mike has said, you know what? This is what is necessary. It's necessary. Yeah, it's necessary. Do what you do. Yeah. Uh, in terms of impressions, I'm, I'm, you know who I'm, who I'm impressed with who doesn't get enough credit? Tight ends coach Linda Wells. Hmm. Does not get enough credit. For him to have, obviously, Jarwin under his wing, Jarwin go down last year, and I know we don't just think that, 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 that Schultz just showed up. Like that, right. there there is a lot of development on the back end that went along with that. There was a lot of preparation that went along with that on the field and in the classroom. Absolutely. And so now he has the 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 opportunity and the pleasure of having two guys that are prepared to play. He has two guys at a position that was kind of ridden off that now we don't look at as a question mark anymore. And that doesn't just happen by guys showing up to camp and being ready to play ball. That happens because of development. And I want to give a big shout out to to Coach Wells because he's done a heck of a job with that group. He came in for he was from the Giants. From the Giants, right? yeah. Long yeah. Time. Like I, had, I had him when I was out there in the Giants, and he was he was like the assistant to the assistant, and he's worked his way up. You know, yeah. he's, he's taking advantage of his opportunities, and I'm I am beyond elated at the, the job that he's done with that group because th- th- there's no nobody sitting up here questioning. We haven't talked about a question mark at the tight end position. Yeah, and you yeah. even hear noise in training camp from the McKeon, the the, the yeah. third string tight end. Yeah. He's made, he made a hell of a catch yesterday yeah. in the practice. So that that's a that's a great that that's way to that's diving deep right there. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I think Philbin kind of the offensive line coach falls into that same thing. I mean, he worked some miracles last year with that banged up line, and and now he's you know you've got the two guys coming back trying to get healthy and, and right, and you got some good competition behind them as well. So I, you know, I think he's added a lot to what they brought. I mean, Colombo, I thought. We all kind of liked his fire and everything, but maybe it just wasn't the right fit. But I've, I've been impressed with him. I know Nate, Nate loves him too. So. Yeah. Last after last year, he can, he can do whatever the heck he wants to. <laughs> yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for me, it's it's Al Harris. I, I think Al Harris working with this young group of cornerbacks. I think he's going to make the difference, especially in Quinn's defense. Mm-hmm. And you with a room full of young guys like he has, his it's, it's going to be his ability to pretty much put his imprint. On this group, and you know, seeing him at at OTAs, man, he's got his socks pulled all the way up, man. You can tell <laughs> from those guys that's played that they're chomping at the bit to to get back in action. Yeah. But I think he's just a consummate as we talk about Dan Quinn yeah. hey, being so hands on. I think Al Harris is the same way. Just yeah. you see him working with these young guys, and he has a, a young group and guys like yeah. Kelvin Joseph, and you know, I mean, the expectation is there. Uh-huh. So getting this guy ready to exceed those expectations, I think, is one of the things that yeah. Al Harris definitely is going to be relied on because man, he's one of the best to do yeah. it. Do you, th- do you think that we're going to see a, a, a reincarnation or a reflection of his style of play within these guys? Yep. I would love, really? I would absolutely you, you love can teach to that. that. You can teach that. I mean, you can teach the physical part of it, but the yeah. mentality of. Yeah. But you well, already well, see from well, Nation Wright. Well, that's what I'm saying. saying. Well, like well, Quinn, Quinn loves that. Right, so Quinn wants that kind of cornerback. So now you take the defensive coordinator who's coming in, who's going to say, "Hey, you can do whatever the heck you want to at the line of scrimmage." And then you have a, a coach and, and, and Al Harris, who that was his style. Yep. Right. Yeah. These long dreads are going to be all up in your chest all day long. Right. Yeah. I know the dreads are gone, but the, but the dog is still the same. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> yeah. I think I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him reincarnated in some of these corners. How much of a difference as players did it make to have a guy in the coaching staff who was had that kind of playing career himself? I didn't. But then, on the other hand, you got guys like Philbin and yeah. I, I've well, never, yeah. I've never played for a guy who played yeah. the position. Um, the, the the thing that 
players love to bring up a name that you brought up, a guy like Colombo, mm-hmm. a guy like Al Harris, is there's still that relatability. There's no there's not the huge that, disconnect. That gap yeah. You know, it's not, it's not yeah. like he's an old dude. Like try me if you want to. Right. Like, like, like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Al will still get out there and, and and lock you up. Yeah. You know, and we saw that we saw that with Chris Rashard, right? That yeah. energy, that mm-hmm. that ability yeah. that and guys relate to that. When when I know that we ain't too far off, like if a Lil Wayne song come on before before I be stretching, and you happen to know a word or two, I'm like, all right, coach. You know, well, you, you know they're they're about that life, right? right. As we would say, they're about that life. Colombo, try Colombo if you want to. Colombo will put his hand in the ground and, and, and <laughs> all up in your chest, right? Out here, try him if you want to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, hey, you're, you're, you're talking about cred- cred- credibility. You know, giving that yeah, credibility. Yeah, I guess so. respect. Yeah, yeah respect. It's but respect. I guess respect can be earned and. It can. And, yeah, it can just be. the knowledge can be. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, it is always a pleasure to be here with you on Hanging with the Boys. We've gone for an hour. We've taken all of our breaks on time, so hey, kudos. Shout out to that. Yes, wow, we did yes, that yes, successfully. Yes, and, like guys, that? we'll be back, I believe, on Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday we'll be day. back. Okay. Uh, all of our regular scheduled shows will be on even over the weekend because we have practices, so please tune in to DallasCowboys.com for – Kurt Daniels for Isaiah Standback and for Jesse Holly, Cowboy Nation. I hope your team win. This has been Hanging with the Boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!